Hi, and welcome to episode 42 of Set Your Mind to It with Michaela Campbell. This is a podcast where I share personal advice, tips, and life experiences to help like-minded, ambitious young people set their mind to it and achieve their goals. So a little bit of background, and as always, it ties into the reason for today's episode, but this week's topic I'm going to be doing on why you don't need more time because it's something that I have seen play out in my own life this past week. So I have unfortunately had the spicy cough for the past week. So I've been in isolation for the past seven days. I always find that whenever there's lockdowns or isolations, it always tends to be a good time for self-reflection and introspective thoughts and time to kind of ponder. And I've definitely had the realization I thought you know, I always have struggled with not having much to do. I've done episodes on why being busy isn't a good thing. And I guess this is another take on it, but with another example. But I really thought, oh my gosh, when I tested positive on the very first morning, I was like, this is going to be the longest seven days. How am I ever going to get through seven days of not being able to leave the house? Like I'm a very active person. I like to be able to move around and I just wasn't sure how I was going to cope. But me oh my, how a week has flown by. I actually can't believe how quick the week's gone. And I very quickly found that I was been telling myself that, you know, if I had more time, I'd do more business things. And I've had the abrupt and rude awakening that it's not always the case of if you have more time, you'll do it. Sometimes things are hard and seem so insurmountable that you don't do them regardless of how much time you have because I was constantly complaining in the first day one two and maybe three of like oh I'm so bored I have nothing to do I had tons I could do that with business related things but it wasn't something I was prioritizing because I kind of felt that I had all the time in the world and I'll dive into the specific points to really break this down about how our brains kind of think when we go oh we've got more time things just seem to take more time when you get more time so basically the lesson from this isolation was that I don't need more time and I thought it would be a good lesson to share with you that you also probably don't need more time but we probably just need need to be more conscious and more aware of how we're choosing to spend our time and being clear on our priorities and our values and what's important to us and dedicating the time accordingly because if it's important to you you will make the time I remember when I used to work at a gym and the people that would cancel memberships or try and like have the excuse of oh I shouldn't have to pay a cancellation fee or I shouldn't have to do this or I don't want to give four weeks notice basically the people that had excuses had the same slash like excuses or reasons I guess as other people that were coming six or seven times a week you know or five or six times a week but you know it might have been that they're a single parent or working full-time or saving to buy a house or like all very valid reasons but depending on the person's priority would depend if that was a reason for them to cancel the membership or just something that they showed up to the gym in spite of and you know that was a very clear example of if it's important to you, you'll make the time and you'll find a way for it to be a part of your life if you value. For example, in that case, it was health and fitness. But anyways, this week has been super insightful into how much time I 
thought I needed versus how I actually just need to prioritize my time a little bit more effectively in terms of business things. So this is the perfect example and I like to keep it a little bit real and I always think it's a little bit more relatable if I stop trying to be perfect and just be authentic and honest and real and admit to the fact that I've had I give myself a fortnight now for each episode it is Sunday night of 14 days like I like to post this on a Monday now and it's 9 30 at night which should be my bedtime if I'm getting up at 5 30 in the morning and I'm recording a podcast when I've had a seven day isolation to do it and I also had the seven days before that when I was not working because I was back in Victoria visiting family. You could flip it and I had kind of flipped it for excuses and I said well when I was in Victoria I was with family I did do one podcast episode while I was there but the rest of the time I didn't want to spend you know doing a podcast episode when I could be with my friends and family because that was really important to me at the time so that was fine I was like I've got another seven days after that I'll just do it in the next week and then when I had a week of isolation I was like I'll batch record a ton of episodes and I'll draft out lots of episode ideas and you know I just thought I've got so much time I'll be able to do so many and then the excuse of my biggest symptom with COVID was like my sinuses were just super congested like it just felt like a sinus infection for day one and two and so for the past like six days I've just sounded super nasally and I think I probably still sound a little nasally so apologies I had to listen to myself at the start of recording this I don't think it's horrible but it's probably a little bit more nasally than normal so apologies but I was like I have to sit down and do it in spite of the fact that maybe yes I sound a bit more nasally than normal and just record it I mean, it probably was wise to not batch record a ton of episodes if I'm sounding nasally. So that's like a warranted reason. But I didn't even draft the episodes. I didn't even draft out this episode until I sat down. And I procrastinated so hard on this. Like, I'm going to, again, just be honest. Like, I practice what I preach, but I also suffer through it too so I wanted to record this podcast episode all day and I was like oh first I'll just wash my dog because I have two things I want to do today the podcast episode and wash the dog because again that was something I said I would do I had seven days to do it and I didn't do it so I was like well I better do it today because if I don't do it when I'm in ISO when on earth am I going to have time to wash him because it's like a big process of trying to convince him to get in the shower I wash him in the shower it's a whole ordeal it takes ages (laughs) he hates it so anyways I did that first and then that was exhausting which it shouldn't be that exhausting but I was just tired afterwards and then the excuses right and so then after that was done I was like I don't have the energy to sit down and I like to try and you know find a bit of energy so when I sit down I've got some enthusiasm to talk And it's always fine once I start, it's just finding the energy to start. It's like that law of like an object in motion will not stop until it's acted upon by an external force. I feel like that's me. Once I'm recording and talking, I can keep on going. But getting started is sometimes really hard because it's just me. So I have to be in the mood to talk, you know. And so I said, I just need half an hour to just chill out. I have in hindsight, I'd spent the whole day reading, so I had been chilling out, but I was like, I just need some like chill proper time. Um, and on the side note of reading, amazing if anyone wants to have a read, The Resilience Project, I started it and finished it today. 
like within five or six hours like it was nuts I was such a good read like it's just a storytelling way of um how the author Hugh has written it is like a storytelling vibe which was really easy to read and really enjoyable so if you haven't you might have but the resilience project is a great read so anyways I already spent the day chilling out but I told myself I needed more chill time so I chucked on a bit of Netflix and then I was like well now I'm hungry I can't talk I'm snappy and irritable I was uncomfortable you know just when nothing's going right so I was like well I'll have dinner first and then I was like well then I need to watch some Netflix while I'm eating dinner and then I just got on a roll and this is something I've spoken about with buffering and other episodes and even like the binge eating it felt like a little bit teetering on the edge of that but dinner then a snack and another snack and another snack I was like fuck I just need to stop buffering like I was just this intense resistance I was like I didn't want to do it but I was like I just need to sit down and just record the episode and get it done and anyways then I got caught up with there was tv show that my housemate was watching and so now it's 9 30 and I still haven't recorded the episode all of that to basically say time wasn't the issue it was finding the motivation the focus the attention the energy all of those factors were more important to getting this done than having time so that's my little backstory, long backstory, um, as to why I think this is just, I like to just share my lessons. This is just this week's lesson that I'm sharing with you is that you don't need more time. And I'm going to dive into, I found a really good article online, just kind of giving, giving, (laughs) giving me some inspiration for the specific points of like why you don't need more time. So first of all, I definitely feel like the intensity of your focus, energy and attention. Like they're all kind of variations of the same thing, the same flavor, if you will. I think that is so much more important than how much time you have because the intensity of my focus was like non-existent. Like I couldn't focus. I didn't have the energy, the attention, the motivation, like I was saying before, but I wasn't directing my focus to this. Like when I was sitting down, I was you know, only half-heartedly looking at my little bit of research online about, you know, why you don't need more time. I wasn't really fully present sitting here with the full will to sit down and do a really hard block of work. Like, you know, I just remember when I was even in high school and uni, when I dedicated my time and, you know, put my phone away and I had maybe less time I always found like if it was I only had a few I want to say hours but like I'm thinking in my head like 30 minutes to 45 minutes of really intense focus and I played around with this I probably figured it out too late in uni like the fourth year of uni when I really hit my productivity a little bit better but blocking out specific tasks and going okay you've got half an hour and then you can get up I know there's different evidence for doing like 20 minute blocks with five minutes rest I always found that once I was in my groove I wanted to keep going so I never did it that short even though they say for attention that's actually like a really good time frame or 25 minutes and five minutes whatever it is something like really in my mind short I would prefer prefer to do like 30 to 45 minutes even like one hour and then like a 10 minute break I think is kind of what I ended up doing I remember I had a big assignment and trying to break it down into blocks but that intensity of focus like 
I remember I would put music on and I would have it connected to my speaker so that I couldn't use my phone. I forget what the logic was there. It was kind of, I put my phone away. I put this music on and then throw the phone away so I couldn't reach it. And then I was good to go. Like I could still use it obviously. Not like you can't use your phone when you're playing music, but had the music on and then phone out of reach. And it was just, yep, okay, sit down at this exact time. Like sit down at eight o'clock in the morning, work until nine and then go grab yourself a, like make a coffee in the kitchen for five, 10 minutes, you know? And I remember that being like, feeling really I think back on that time and that study with like almost like a (laughs) not a fondness but like a sense of pride for how well I showed up in those moments and how well I studied because of the intensity of the focus I got so much more done so one hour can be very different in terms of productivity so you could get so much done if you've got an intense focus and good work ethic in that hour versus having an hour and just you know very Aussie but piss fighting around if you if you'll excuse the bogan term so I think that intensity of focus is so much more important when you're not distracted when you're giving it your full attention and that's something I've been thinking about a lot today as well the resilience project the book has a lot about the three things like gratitude empathy and mindfulness and I just think that idea of mindfulness and so many of us really struggle with attention these days like TikTok for example is designed to thrive off that like you know seven second videos that grab our attention then we want the next hit of dopamine the next the next the next like our attention spans like almost being shortened just by being programmed into doing or looking at these things that are quite short And then we're struggling to then focus on tasks for a long amount of time. And so I tried to spend a fair bit of today not on my phone. And I could just feel how antsy I was. Like I obviously was reading that book for most of the like middle of the day. So I wasn't on my phone. But then just itching to be back on it. Even though I was quite inspired by reading the book. I deleted the Facebook app off my phone because that's one of the things that Hugh suggests through it. I'm like, yep, great, let's do that. That sounds great. And I don't use Facebook as much, but I find it's Instagram and TikTok that are really addictive. So they're probably the ones that actually need to go, not Facebook. But I think that's a big thing. And I've also thought about this week that my attention you know, I've got all the time in the world and just noticing what I give my attention to, like when I'm watching Netflix, but also being on my phone, like that's something that I try to get out of the habit of. And it's interesting. It's probably lockdown like two years ago when I had so much time and I really refined my routine to not be on my phone in the first hour when I woke up, to spend time outdoors without my phone and to not be on my phone if I was watching Netflix to be really present and I just noticed that like a lot of those habits have slipped and I feel like my attention is a lot more divided now and I've found that I've been a lot less happy like this week just feeling way out of sorts and maybe what was I going to jump into this one oh yeah that is the next point (laughs) literally so the next point is looking after ourselves so We can have all the time in the world, but when we're not looking after ourselves, it doesn't matter how much time you've got. So I actually, when I'm doing my normal routine, I'm normally a pretty busy bee. It's how I like to be. Some people think that I perhaps do too much, but 
I actually really enjoy my life like having a week without all the things that I normally have in it I'm like I've actually found a pretty good balance in a sense of knowing what's important to me in my life to prioritize and this week all of that has gone out the window this is like another really important thing that I want to share so there was this idea of looking after the product so in Stephen Covey's book The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People he speaks about how there's a product and then there's a product creator and you want the balance between the product and the product creator so you can't just focus on one or the other he uses the example of like the goose and the golden egg you can't like cut open the goose to get the golden egg you've actually got to nurture the goose for it to produce the golden eggs the product and that's the same thing so normally I nurture myself I have my routine in place doing all the things that I know are essential to then have me firing on all cylinders and producing optimally despite having way less time because I'm normally working two jobs that add up to 40 hours plus being able to socialize because you know can leave the house normally and the biggest thing I found like I've felt like in a bit of a rut not in a super bad way but not in a great way I'm just like oh I'm so out of sorts I don't feel like I'm the best version of me because so many of my normal habits and routines have slipped so for example one sleep normally I have a really great sleep routine go to bed about 9 30 be asleep by like quarter past 10 at the latest get up at 5 30 some mornings 4 30 and I can normally function off that pretty well and it's a really consistent body clock normally wake up feeling pretty all right this whole week I haven't felt tired so I haven't been going to bed until much later because I haven't been doing exercise like it's a very vicious cycle and so I haven't been going to bed until like 11 or 11 30 maybe even later one night so then I'm not waking up until like 8 or 8 30 I'm just letting myself wake up naturally or even nine o'clock and so I'm like all right so now my whole body clock and mind you that could be a bit of jet lag coming back from Victoria to Perth and there's a time difference but basically my body clock is now out of sync by three hours compared to what it needs to be coming into tomorrow morning and then The second thing, so one, sleep, massive thing for nurturing myself. The second is then exercise. My normal routine is to do a high intensity or some kind of workout in the morning. And like I know how important it is, but I miss it. But I've also gone to the point because I didn't exercise, which is so unlike me, but I didn't prioritize it. I was like prioritizing rest when I was back in Victoria for two weeks. So... I didn't exercise super consistently. I just went for walks daily. So I was still moving, but I wasn't focusing on like a high intensity exercise. And then this week of having COVID, I needed rest in the first few days. Then I got back into doing a workout or two in the past few days. But then I've had the, I probably did what, two workouts. And then I've had another two days off. And I didn't, like I wanted to, but I didn't have the motivation. I never rely on motivation to work out. I just lost all sense of routine and drive and that sense of organization to just show up and do it without thinking and just feeling all out of sorts and being like oh well am I tired does my body actually need the rest and just kind of like I don't know if I'm making excuses but when I'm not exercising then I don't have all those endorphins flowing so then I don't actually feel as good so then mentally I'm not feeling as great and not showing up not feeling as I guess present and not feeling that sense of clarity that you get after exercise not feeling like I'm looking after myself as well as I could be 
and then trying to find that balance between rest but then my body clock like I'm not even getting to bed early for that rest that I'm saying I need and the reason I'm not working out then the next thing obviously is diet so then the diet's gone out the window a little bit because I was back in Victoria again like it's all the timing of it all has kind of blurred it all together but two weeks of visiting friends and family lots of eating out so then I was out of my routine I was doing a bit of intermittent fasting before I went um interstate and I actually found that was working really well it was getting into a good rhythm it was eating really healthy foods and really balanced and not binging and not eating too much processed food was eliminating sugar as much as I could so it was going really well and that's out the door as well (laughs) so then I don't feel like I'm looking after my insides as well I'm noticing the breakouts again on my skin like I'd actually really noticed my skin cleared up within the first week of doing that I reckon that's completely changed again and so then I'm not feeling as energized because I'm not getting as many like I'm still eating relatively well but not as well as I was and just a lot more treats and not as much balance so then I'm not feeling as great like feeling that little bit more lethargic from just that bit of extra processed food a little bit of alcohol as well so extra like it's the same as the processed foods inflammation feeling a bit more tired and that'll about do it (laughs) I think if you don't look after yourself with sleep and exercise and food oh water I'm still getting in like my three liters like that's always been something I've been pretty good at but sleep exercise and then nutrition and then hydration if you're not doing those four like those are the things I think that are going to nurture you the best and set you up for success um I guess the other things that I have wanted to play around with are like meditation and journaling I've done a little bit of it I haven't done it consistently every day it's been like playing around with journaling throughout ISO they're also a great way to nurture yourself but I haven't had any consistent routine and routine for me is almost a way of nurturing myself and I haven't had that and all the things that form up my routine so basically to say not having those things have meant that even though I've had seven days so I've had as much time as one could humanly possibly want because there's been nothing else to do besides whatever I want to do like I'm in the house I can't do anything else and I haven't felt in the right headspace to do it and it's not always about the headspace but it definitely hasn't helped I think I show up better when I am busier because I'm taking care of myself I know it's so important when I am that busy to have all of those things checked off because otherwise I know I'm gonna fall in a heap when you've got all this time off you can kind of convince yourself that oh well I've got tons of time so I'll do it later I'll work out later I'll eat better tomorrow (laughs) or it's okay it's just a treat or oh I'll go to bed earlier tomorrow like all of those things can get pushed off because you've got so much time and there's more time to get it right the next day like there's no urgency whereas when you're busy you know you need to take care of yourself or you know you're going to burn out that's the thing at the moment there's no risk of burning out when I'm doing nothing so it hasn't been as important to really take care of myself which seems super counterintuitive but it's kind of been the way that it's played out and therefore I haven't shown up as well each day some days have been better than others obviously there was a few days at the start where I was a bit more knocked around from COVID 
but besides that like I've been pretty lucky with the symptoms I had like nothing too severe and I really found that was losing all of those regular habits like the healthy habits that support and nurture me that had the biggest impact in terms of not showing up the way I would have liked to this week which was a real insight because I thought if I had more time it should have been a shoe in like it should have been so easy to just get things done but it was actually harder to get things done with more time so that was such a bizarre insight but then another little rule and I have heard this before but I didn't know it was called this but Parkinson's law is that the amount of work fills the amount of time available I've definitely heard of that concept but just didn't know it was called that law but that's basically why it's not always a bad thing so this is kind of in contrast I guess into my episode of why being busy isn't a good thing I think it's a balance having absolutely nothing to do also isn't a good thing we need to have some sense of like balance between productivity and rest I feel like this week was way too much rest because then the amount of work that you have fills the amount of time available and this is so true because I had a full seven days and I didn't even draft out this podcast till nine o'clock at night on a Sunday when it comes out on a Monday so yes even if you say oh no it won't if you've got time available it will find a way to fill up that full seven days I promise you like it could be a task that you know I guess a good example might be if you had the option to work from home versus working in the office if you're in the office you're gonna take the full eight hours to do your work that day whereas if you're at home you might be able to do it in four or six hours and then you'll have the rest of your day to yourself so there's more motivation to get it done so that you can actually then do other things but when you're in the office you will let that work fill up that time if you've that's for example if you've got a job where you have to stay there till 4 or 5 p.m like you don't get to leave early if you finish early you will let that work fill up that time but if you're given the autonomy and the flexibility to choose to just if a boss says to you do the task and they're not enforcing on you a time you might actually be it could go two ways you could be like me and it could take forever but you could also realize that you could do it a lot quicker and be done quicker but often we let tasks take as long as we get allocated for them and I remember a uh, acquaintance of mine said this once that they were given a task to do by a client and I think they just could have done it in like a day but they let it take three or seven days like it was something ridiculous like could have been done so much quicker but they were getting paid to do it in a certain amount of time so they just you know took their time and leisurely went about getting it done so that's tying back to that first point of the intensity of focus will dramatically impact how much you actually get done so you don't need more time you need more focus. And then the last thing is that at the end of the day, it does not matter how much time you have. It's kind of going back to that example I was talking about with the cancellations of memberships at the gym. You need a strong why. You need to be committed because if you're committed and have a strong why, you'll show up despite having limited time. You'll evaluate based on your priorities and your values and you'll make it happen. The article I was reading tonight was saying that 
you know, if family is an important thing to you and you have a kid or kids and a partner, are you going to say, oh, like, I'll make time for them later? Like, no, there is no later with a kid. Like, they'll grow up and get old and move out and go about their lives. Like, you make that time now. Or if it's health and fitness, like, for me, that's something I can definitely relate to. It's important to me. Yes, I might be busy, but yes, I always make the time each and every day to go to the gym. And then I also make the time pretty much every day to walk my dog. Like, those are non-negotiables because health and fitness is, like, one of my top values. Like, it's so important from a physical and mental point of view that that becomes a non-negotiable based on where I prioritise health and well-being and my values. And so it gets done every day besides these past seven (laughs) but that's I guess I've been unwell so we'll give myself a little bit of grace there but your values will dictate how you spend your time and you'll make the time if it's important to you you will like absolutely and I think that's true as well for me with setting out to start a business like with my coaching that I'm doing at the moment that is something I'm making time for It's hard whether I'm in seven days of ISO or if I'm working 40 hours a week. I thought it'd be way easier when I had seven days free, but it's just as hard when I have seven days free versus 40 hours of work because there's still a lot I don't know and still a lot I need to figure out and it's still overwhelming regardless of what else I have going on and that doesn't change with the time being available. I think it's a nice little excuse that we tell ourselves, oh, this would be easier if I had more time. So we can excuse ourselves for not showing up and not performing at our best when really, if you really want it, if you're really passionate about it, if you're committed, if it's important to you, you make it happen. You figure out a way to fit it in. You'll cut out other things for that thing that really matters to you. So, you know, your actions speak louder than words. So if you say that your health and fitness is really important to you, but you got drinking and eat like crap on the weekends, then no, it's not really that important to you. Like at the end of the day, your actions will show you what's important to you. So have a look at what's filling up your time. That will tell you what you're valuing. And then if you don't like that, then you can re-evaluate and reprioritize, rejig. You might have to make sacrifices, but that's life. Like if you want it bad enough, make the sacrifices readjust so that your actions are in line with your deep core values if you don't know what they are sit down and figure them out or reach out to me we can do it in our coaching it's definitely a big part of the course that I'm doing at the moment with my clients but it's something that you need to know what your values are and then you need to make sure that your actions are in line with that because it makes a big difference on how you show up but that's it that's why you don't need more time That's my four points. So hopefully that's been insightful, given you something to think about. little recap, it's about not more time, but the intensity of your focus that you use during the time that you have. It's about nurturing yourself so that you can be productive with the time that you have. It's about how the amount of work fills the amount of time that's available. So we need boundaries on our time. It's actually helpful to have boundaries on our time. And you need a strong why. You need to know why you're doing it. And limited time just forces us to prioritize and assess our values. So that's episode 42. If you've enjoyed it, please feel free to jump over and follow me on Instagram. It's Michaela Campbell. 
or jump onto my website. It's all linked up on my Instagram if you're interested in doing some coaching. can work through some of this mindset stuff. It's a six-week program if you are interested where I work with you to improve your confidence and overcome self-doubt so that you can achieve the life of your dreams and achieve all the goals that you've got stashed away there just waiting to be achieved. So thanks so much for listening and I'll chat to you next week. Bye.